Hello, everyone. This is Brian Kirker with Good Dog Workshop again. We're your podcast resource for successfully working with your dog. We'll help you sift through all the wrong and ridiculous information out there. We'll help you understand dogs and how to effectively work with your dog's nature, not against it. In short, we'll teach you how to speak dog. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. I am here once again joined with my uh, my good buddy and colleague, Carlos Marino. Hey, Carlos. Hey, Brian. Good to be back with you. Thanks. So today we're going to be doing part two of self-awareness. This is a uh, basically another case study of a client that I worked with a while back, um, lady who adopted a young female, well, maybe maybe middle-aged female hound. Um, I think she was told maybe it was one age, and then she got it to her house and claims it's another age. In any case, this lady and her husband were very ill-suited to this dog. So well, was it just her and her husband? I didn't meet her husband, so I can't say for sure, but a couple things in there made me think that uh, that the husband was also at least part of the – not part of the solution if he wasn't actually part of the problem. Because I <clears> – <throat> one of the things I try to determine early on is if – whose idea was it to acquire this dog, right? Because it'll tell me a lot about the motivation and whether really it's a team effort in the household or it's just one person going, oh, I want the dog, and the other one going, I don't really want a dog. Yeah, that's a good point, and I didn't ask that specific question, but at one point, the woman said that she had lost uh, an elderly cat that she had had for a while um, a couple months previous, so I assumed that at least she was the uh, the main force behind getting a, a dog into the household, but the husband wasn't there, like I said, so I didn't uh, didn't get to question him about anything. Yeah, and that's usually a red flag for me anyway, yep. even if it's like, you know, listen, you had a cat, we understand you want to replace that void. But that's a quite a big jump from a cat to a hound. Yeah, and when I when I asked her about that, she said, "Oh no, no, the cat passed away several months ago." And then as she was telling me about it, she you know got upset and and teared up, which is fine. I'm no judgment there. Um, but she's trying to convince me that that she's you know that's settled uh, settled emotion for her, and it's not clearly it wasn't. So she got the dog when she was in an emotional state, which is. 99 times out of 100 a mistake so you yeah know. Well, and and yeah absolutely and by the way i mean we've talked about that for sure you can find that in the podcast uh, acquiring a dog for the right wrong reasons right. um impulse control make sure you know about the breed before but i wonder you know why if you had a cat and you loved it um and you had no problem having it i assume through its entire life why not just get another cat you know so who knows <laughs> That that part I don't know, and especially yeah. after after talking to her on the phone, asking her about you know walking the dog as I always do, she said uh, walk the dog twice a day, and then at one point she told me she had had uh, several surgeries, which you know uh, knee surgeries and hip surgeries is what is what I believe she mentioned to me, not just surgery but surgeries. Wow. Um, but then when I got there, she seemed to be moving around fine, not very fast, but fine. So I asked her at one point about uh, about walking the dog. She, um, she said, well, I've had my surgeries. And I told her, doesn't know how fast you move. Just go ahead and, and get the dog out, you know, and yeah. walk a block if it takes an hour or so, but just get out there with the dog. And then excuse number two was uh, the dog has, you know, pulls on, on leash so hard when she says into the dog that she pulled me down once or twice before. And yeah. then – she finally came to the truth of it after that and said, and kind of in, a, in an angry way, well, my husband should be here um, walking the dog instead of out on the golf course. And so, there, yeah, yeah, so there's, there. there's the crux of why this relationship with this dog isn't working is because the husband and wife aren't on the same team. She's not being there. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's going to do wonders for the relationship. Yeah. But what I, I guess let's go back a little bit. Why? What was the initial uh, complaint or problem issue she had when she made the phone call to you? Oh, the dog had separation anxiety and would, uh, quote unquote, destroy the house when she wasn't there. And at this point, she'd had the dog how long? Uh, several weeks. Not, not too long. Man. That's crazy. I mean, you just got the dog and it's already okay. Well, and, and she and she had told me that when they first got the dog, she was fine in the crate and then <laughs> and then wasn't after a while. And I asked her, you know, six ways from Sunday, what changed at this at this point or, you know, any anything had been modified to the routine or whatever. And she just I don't know if she was avoiding the question. She just wouldn't give me a straight answer on on that either. So it was tough for me to say, oh, yeah, you know, you you had a, a roommate in the house and the roommate left or, you know, there was a, a death in the family and, and you brought that that emotional baggage home to the dog or, you know, someone got fired, something. But I couldn't I couldn't get a straight answer out of her on that. So I don't know what changed. But she said that the dog was fine in the crate for the first few weeks. And that after that, she was no longer fine in the crate. But oddly enough, when I came in, and the dog, the dog was fine, really sweet, really quiet, a little cautious with me, but um, you know, wasn't at all what I was expecting from a hound. For the first 10 minutes, the lady was complaining about all the damage the dog had done. And I looked around at the house, and granted, she has a night, nice, tidy, clean house, so maybe she's very fastidious about cleaning up. I didn't see anything that looked like a fraction of the damage that most people have when a dog is going crazy, scratching at doors, yeah. scratching at walls and stuff. So, so oh, the other exaggeration part is, or something. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. And then I, I stepped outside to, to go around the gate for something. And at the end of their driveway, there was a mattress and something else they were throwing out that she had told me had been damaged. I didn't see any damage on this stuff. Nothing. So yeah. I think I think clearly she was exaggerating and not to say that it's not true, but uh, yeah, I she think was, sometimes when. When you're looking for an out, maybe you you uh, embellish things, you know. And, yeah. Uh, a lot of times, unfortunately, they call you, they call me, and they're looking to justify what they feel is maybe a sense of being overwhelmed by this animal. Oh, I made a bad choice, or how to get me out of here, kind of thing. So you know, you never know. But right. So so let me go go through the appointment real quick here. Walked in, the dog was cautious, but uh, but quiet. Came up to me. The lady had uh, the client had a cleaning woman there, and so doors and windows were open, so the dog could run out to the backyard and do whatever. But it it didn't. It just stayed with us and stayed calm and mm. quiet. Really seemed very very settled, but it definitely didn't seem happy. Never saw that tail wag. I think until maybe I brought Vivian in. We walked outside, out back. The dog followed us out there. Didn't race around or anything. Kind of found her little hole that she likes to dig in, and then laid down in that. Um, but it was, it was mostly just, just, just me being a therapist to, to this lady trying to figure yeah. out what's going on. So it was really almost no issues with the dog whatsoever, except at one point when Ariel came in the house and the, and my uh, chocolate lab came in the house and the client was leaning up against her sofa, her hound came up behind her and stood on the back of the sofa and growled at Ariel for being too close. But I corrected her and, and that was the end of it. And when I did that, the the client leaned back to the side and said, uh-oh. So clearly a lack of leadership from that standpoint. She couldn't even correct her own dog from growling at, a, at another dog. And then that was the extent of the of the bad behavior. We didn't go for a walk because the lady uh she she you know didn't didn't want to essentially um it was a 
you know, very kind of nothing easy appointment. But this lady, she, she was sad. She was angry at her husband. She was depressed. It was really me trying to help her figure out, you know, is this, is this something you want in your life? A a dog that, uh, she told me when it's just her and the dog, the dog doesn't even sleep in the same room with her. The dog goes to lay down in a different room. And now that I think about that, that's what I felt when I walked in was, holy cow, this is kind of sad, lousy, crappy energy walking into this house. So of course the dog isn't going to enjoy it. Um, yeah, the break- this, well, and I was just going to add, I think we've talked about this yeah, before, but, you know, you be careful about that balance, right? There's a fine line between acquiring a, a pet to fulfill something in you, right? And then how much you give back to the animal and the pet's needs, whether it's a cat or a dog, in this case, a dog, right? So so just because you have a big void to fill right. from from some kind of loss, it's not that dog's responsibility to satisfy that void and then no, that's you really have to, a, you, yeah man. you have to have a mute you have to have a mutual thing going on where right. the dog has some uh, needs as well too obviously and i think a lot of times people um uh conveniently just you know kind of like i guess if she, and it kind of explains it. if she's used to a cat everybody knows her lower 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 maintenance maybe yep. she's used to that and then she got a dog it's like nah i need to be outside you, you told me that he, the dog was fine being created and then it was not it just seems to me that the dog got tired of being created who knows so yeah, yeah, could could be that simple. You're and you're absolutely right about that. Is it has to be a mutual relationship. It can't be I need this dog, I need this cat, I need this animal to make me not sad anymore, to make yeah. me feel better, to keep me from missing my old pet. It has to be I want to help this dog and I'm going to get something from this from this dog as well. We're helping each other. It's a, it's a mutual mutual relationship there and you know you you know that we run into uh, into a ton of people like this on a daily basis. Some we just meet on the street and some we have as as clients that they get a dog for it sounds a little harsh, but they get a dog for the wrong reasons. You know, yeah. they get they get the dog selfishly is is this is this is what I need, not the dog and I need each other. Yeah, yeah, they're always got you know, and that's any relationship really. But I will say something positive. I was at a, I was at, I was getting physical rehab done yesterday, in fact, and the lady at the front desk who takes my payment, I, I, I noticed she's um, a white lady, but with a nice tan, but she was older, shorter, and heavy set, and I don't know what. What made me ask her this? Maybe I was in a good mood. I said, "Hey, how do you get a nice tan if you're inside this office all day long?" And she looks at me. She goes, "Well, I walk my dogs every day after I get back." Uh, awesome. And I said, "Wow, you know that's very rare, but I'm glad to hear it." You know, and and that's and she and she for her it was like it was like a thing she had to do. It was like boom, and I and obviously you can see the results. You had a nice tan. I mean, for you to get a tan. Just from yeah, being a being a white person. That's probably <laughs> you know, and, that, and I, I I say white because she's white, like blonde hair kind of thing. So for her to have a tan, unless it's a fake tan, she really has to be outside pretty consistently. So so uh, I, it was fun to hear that, and and I was happy to hear it. So you know, so, yeah. And I I was just going to ask, I, I when she told you about that, when she told you about taking taking her dog out for a walk, I bet she had a smile on her face too, like she enjoyed it, right? Yeah, she and she and she said it like you know what. It's, 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 she, she said it almost like somebody would admit to exercising, oh, I, oh, you know, right. you know what I mean? So, Hey, you have nice, uh, calf muscles. Not that I would ever say that to anybody, but, 
uh, I take the stairs every day. You know, one of those things. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of proud of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was oh, like, I was, I was like, man, I'm glad I asked. I'm glad I asked that question. It didn't get weird. But I'm also I'm also glad I got the response I did because it affirms that you know there are people that do. And by the way, she wasn't you know in athletic shape or anything like that. And uh, um, and she was like, nope. I, after work, I, I walk my dog every day. So oh, good for her. Yeah, we don't yeah. get to get to hear that all that often. Yeah, I know. I know. I just trying to bring some positivity to. It. No, what the the other thing is the other positive about this is I found out uh, a few days later or a week or so later that she actually did return the dog to the, to the shelter, which I was kind of teetering on the edge of outright telling her, but I did yeah. tell her a couple of times. I said, you know, just, you know, sit down, do some introspection, be honest with yourself and your lifestyle and, you know, your, your health issues, yeah, your ability sure. to, to walk and have an honest um, discussion with your husband and decide if this is right for you, if this is what you want, if this is, if this dog is the right match for you, because it may not be. And apparently she took that to heart and thought about it and, uh, and took the dog back to the rescue, which in this case is a good thing because this was such a nice little easy dog. Yeah. It's not going to take much to get the dog adopted out to a family who can handle it. But this lady wasn't even up to, up to that, uh, that threshold. So I'm, I'm glad this dog is going to have a, 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 now a third chance to find a new home. Yeah. And that's a good point. Sometimes people think, um, I rescued or adopted and they'll hold on to the dog for the wrong reasons. They don't want to be ashamed and saying, well, I failed and I have to give the dog back. Now that's, you can hold yourself to that standard, but the reality is sometimes, um, there's a bet, there's a way better fit out there. And if you're just going to, uh, ruin your life and especially the dogs and, uh, have, um, some conflict with your, um, spouse, about it and, and have some resentment yeah it's not worth it you know the dog like you said especially if it's if it's an adoptable dog that's relatively easy you know it's better to to, to cut your losses and and then in this case it was done pretty early so that's good you know so. yeah and, and and the dog and, and i had even told her and this was kind of interesting because this hadn't come to me before i told her i said i don't get the sense that the dog is you know suffering any kind of you know psychological damage at all um, in her relationship with you right now, if she's going downhill because of, you know, not getting exercise or whatever. And I forget exactly how I worded it, but I was, I was diplomatic. Um, I said, take your time, you know, it doesn't have to be decided overnight. Take a couple of weeks to make this, to make this decision because the dog is not going downhill, downhill fast or, or at all. So apparently she, um, you know, she did, she did take it to heart and, and do, do what I feel is the right thing. And I'd be curious to see if, if she ends up, um, uh, getting another dog, or maybe she does go back to a cat, or maybe she just gives herself a break and allows herself to grieve after yeah. the, the passing of her of her older cat. So yeah, I'll definitely be like, hey, just get a cat lady, you know. <laughs> There's plenty yeah. of, especially this time of the season, you know, when 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 the the kittens come from right, uh, you know, that's plenty of. <laughs> Of options out there, but for sure we understand having a companion as a pet. I mean that's that's a big deal. But also, have we talked about awareness? Have the awareness to know better, right? Animal needs some something. If you can't provide it, you're not the right person, maybe. Or if you don't know, do some research. Uh, but if you're a cat person, that's a big jump, man. It's a big jump, especially if you have like what you talked about. She had some physical uh, limitations, and she and she was probably you know. In her late sixties, so she wasn't oh, yeah, a, spring, yeah. a spring chicken anyway. Um, but right. I think I think that the bigger and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I think the bigger issue here was she adopted an animal when she was still grieving from a previous animal. So we always recommend don't do that. Um, right. 
And then she also had some issues going on between she and her husband where, you know, maybe they, maybe they got an animal because something wasn't working at home. So then they reach out, they reach externally to yeah. find something that they can bring into the household or bring into the marriages essentially to kind of heal them or fix it. You know, some people, when their relationship isn't doing well, then they have a kid. Well, the, having a kid will bring us back together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think, don't think it works like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's the 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 mind is a can play tricks on you, especially yeah. when you're overwhelmed with emotion. So we we always say, hey, be aware as best you can, curb your emotional impulses uh, because at the end of the day, you're not buying an object. Right? Yeah, you're, exactly. You're buying a live thing that has real needs and is deserving of a balanced, healthy lifestyle, right? Because after all, it's an animal and. We don't hold contempt for animals. I mean, they are what they are. They're just innocent creatures. They have instincts and intuition, and, and they feel. So, hey, you know what? It, it deserves some respect as well. So uh, that, at the very least, you know, like you said, if you don't know, take time. Time out. Do some uh, self-evaluation and uh, put the pieces together and don't rush because i think a lot of times people uh, they want to rush into something as well so but but self-awareness here was definitely a big deal oh yeah absolutely and i and i i I think i will follow up with the lady and see you know what kind of realizations she came to on any of this if if any because i'm kind of kind of curious about that maybe i can coach her on uh, on something else in the in the future because maybe a you know a small dog that doesn't have the exercise requirements of a hound might be okay for her but uh, but i hope that she she does maybe stick with a cat or or take some time off so yeah, and that's not to say she you know when she gets on board with her husband and maybe they get an easier dog an older dog who knows but but uh it, it doesn't mean that you can never have a dog it just means that you know you got to be in a better place so, so. yeah exactly so I think that's it for this one. A nice, uh, nice short one for us. Um, yep. We are we're planning on doing, I think, at least two others in in this series for right now, and sure. uh, we can do some digging around and find out. So anyway, uh, listeners, thank you everyone for uh, for joining us and listening to us, and please like us and subscribe to us and and you know rate us on YouTube's and uh, YouTube's YouTube and uh, yeah. iTunes and all that good stuff. Carlos, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate yeah, your no insight problem. into this, especially since you weren't there and hadn't known about this. Yeah, it's nice to always um, find out on my own and, and and you know kind of brainstorm what happened with you. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, thank you everyone for joining yeah. us, and we'll uh, catch you next time.